thankful, Lord, for everything you do, everything you provide for us, Lord. This place of uh, worship that you've given us, Father. Our health, Lord, and our jobs that you've given us, Father, your protection and your love for us. Father, we ask that you uh, bless these tithes and these offerings, continue to bless this ministry, Lord. And we're just grateful, Lord, and thankful for everything that you do, Lord. We ask that you just bless uh, this evening, Father, and just continue to uh, speak to us, Lord, and everything, Father. We're grateful for everything, and we ask that you just continually uh, watch over us and everything. Ask this in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone, brothers and sisters. Y'all may be seated. Yo a todos esta noche. Amen, hermanos. Se pueden sentar. Es que bueno que llegó hermano Lorenzo a Pennsylvania esta tarde. So, que bueno que que llegó bien. Amen. Se fue en la mañana. Yeah. Vamos a orar, hermanos, que llega para atrás con bien. Amen. God bless the band. Thank you all. How are we doing this evening? Amen. We blessed. Let's be blessed. Amen. Let's be blessed, brother and sister, because God is good. God is faithful in everything. Um, I don't know if uh, as a recap, uh, we need to talk a little bit about um, Sunday's message. Um, but I think one thing that stuck out to me on Sunday that I think was critical is our approach when it comes to um, testifying of the Lord or, um, or trying to communicate to those that we love about the Lord. Um, a lot of the times um, we, uh, our, our approach can be wrong uh, in things. And like we talked about on Sunday, how critical it is uh, for us to reevaluate our approach and to humble ourselves before the Lord. Um, estaba pensando, hermanos, en, uh, en el mensaje del domingo y qué importante es una cosa que no era algo que estaba pensando en predicación, pero en, en un momento estaba inspirado um, y era la plática que qué importante es que muchas veces podemos estar hablando con un miembro, un, un, alguien en la familia, queriendo, uh, how do you say, convince, convencer? convencer uh, a alguien algo y, y no estamos um, uh, trabajando en la voluntad de Dios porque la voluntad de Dios es que todos miran uh, el sacrificio del Señor uh, y a veces uh, es nuestro testimonio platicamos donde el Señor los trajo y está bien pero ya cuando el tiempo que el, el más importante cosa es que miran la cruz, que el sacrificio que hizo el Señor para nosotros, para que podíamos tener una oportunidad, amen. That the sacrifice that he did that gave us an opportunity to receive salvation, an opportunity to get to know him uh, more, amen. And that's, I think, is a critical thing that sometimes we miss. Sometimes we, you know, we try to convince, we try to explain, we try to say, we try to uh, show love in a different way, but They've got to see the cross. As soon as they see the cross, um, they're going to see Christ. And as soon as they see Christ, then we know that um, they're at least looking in the right direction. Amen. Uh, so, and again, I think there's, there's a combative sometimes spirit here that says, well, I've, I've done that. Um, in the same process with everything else that we've talked about, it's critical as, as you've done that, that also we're able to... Um, 
also be a light, be a change. Amen. How hard is it for us to want a desire, have a desire for our kids to change their lives when there's still things that we haven't changed in years? And we got to work on those things, brothers and sisters. That's why we're here. Amen. Por eso estamos aquí, porque necesitamos trabajo todos nosotros. Amen. Se necesita trabajo. Yo sé que yo necesito trabajo en mi vida. We need work. We're here for work. We're here for work. Our kids are here. They have, they want work in their lives. They, they want to get closer to God. Amen. It's a family process and it's a beautiful one when the family's doing it. It's not a beautiful one when the family's not doing it. You know, when it's not a family thing, when we're not uh, um, supporting each other, talking to each other, inspiring each other. Uh, let's not be a division uh, when God is trying to do something in the family. Amen. Uh, so God bless uh, the youth and the kids this evening. Dios bendiga los niños y los jóvenes esta tarde. Amen. Que Dios les bendiga en todo. God may bless them. Amen. And anything that they're going over and they're being taught. I'm excited about uh, tonight's message. I had a kind of an odd occurrence uh, as I was, um, as I was, I had prepared this. Um, I started kind of skimming through uh, um, the, uh, YouTube, uh, looking at a you know a couple things that you know some subscriptions that I have, and as I was going through it, I saw a title and I said, "Hey, that's my message title, kind of not the exact title, but theme, right?" And I go, "What's that?" And so I played it to hear it. And I said, "Man." Now, I better make sure that this, I'm not plagiarizing. Like they're going to watch it, like they're going to watch what uh, I'm going to say. But uh, I heard it and I said, oh, okay, okay, it's a little different. It's a little different. That's good. That's good. It's, but it's a good, it's a good point. And, and, it's, and it's a point that's probably often made during this time, during the time of uh, uh, after uh, Passover, after Easter, um, after the resurrection, uh, what they, as what people celebrate is Easter. Uh, so I, uh, I said, all right, all right, I feel comfortable then. Okay, God, we're going to go ahead and go, go, go for it. And the title of tonight's message is, Where Will He Find You? Uh, antes de la iglesia, hermano, estaba uh, viendo el, uh, el YouTube. El, 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 ¿Eres tú, Tubi? No sé cómo se dice en español, YouTube. El YouTube, en, uh, y estaba viendo uh, unos canales que, que, yo, que yo miro y u, u, vi un título de un mensaje de un pastor y era cerca del mismo um, que yo sabía que era el, el, el capítulo que vamos a leer. Y dije, ah, ojalá que, porque era unos días, lo hizo como unos días. Y solo lo toqué y comencé a oír poquito, y oír, oír. Y, y ya, ya se iba a otro, otro lugar que, que él estaba inspirado, pero no era como yo estaba enfocado y lo, como el Señor me estaba hablando. So dije, ok, lo hacemos. Porque yo sé cómo son, hermanos. Lo hay en ustedes y van a decir, ah, es que el hermano lo vio y lo copió. Ah, no lo van a hallar. Yo sé que no son así. Amén. Pero vamos a comenzar a leer, hermanos, en Salmo 63, 28. We're going to start to read in Psalm 73, 28. Amén. And you guys can help me tonight by praising God and glorifying him because he's good. Me pueden ayudar esta noche, hermanos, por gritar un aleluya, un amén y... Y, y ouch, pueden decir ouch también que me duele Está bien eso también hermano, todo eso puede inspirar Pero vamos a comenzar en leer en Salmos 63, 28 We're going to read 73, 28 And it says, pero en cuanto a mí el acercarme a Dios es el bien Pero en cuanto a mí el acercarme a Dios es 
el bien. He puesto en Jehová el Señor mi esperanza para contar todas tus obras. Listen what David says here. He says, but it is good for me to draw near to God. Qué importante es esto, hermanos, de entender las palabras que dice David aquí, porque muchas veces estamos en un, en un tiempo en nuestras vidas donde no podemos uh, um, ir lejos del Señor, no acercarnos al Señor. El Señor no quiere distancia de nosotros. Quiere que los acercamos a Él. Listen to what it says there. It says, but it's good for me to draw near to God. God wants us to get close to him. He doesn't want distance from us. Look at the very beginning. Look at, at the very beginning of it all. Adam and Eve, where are you guys at? Why can't I find you? Where I left you? Why are you hiding? If we're hiding, there's something there. We have an opportunity to free ourselves from that, to, to come to God and say, God, I still have this. God, I still have this struggle. God, I still need help in this. Tenemos oportunidad, hermanos. Qué lindo es tener esa oportunidad que tenemos cuando estamos aquí diciéndole al Señor, todavía, Señor, necesito ayuda. Todavía, Señor, yo sé que estás trabajando en mí. Todavía, Señor, te doy gracias por tu misericordia. Todavía, Señor. Pero necesitamos tener un propósito, hermanos. Teniendo aquí para acercarnos al Señor, como dice aquí. He puesto en Jehová el Señor mi esperanza para contar todas sus obras. But it's good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. Now, brothers and sisters, we can say amen. We can say I get it. We can say I understand it. But then we, get, we leave here and we show the opposite. Something happens. You know, we get offended. Something goes on and we start to feel Our feelings start to overtake the word of God. Comenzamos, hermanos, a pasar algo en el trabajo, algo pasa en la casa, y ya lo olvidamos que es acercarnos al Señor. Ya estamos acercándonos a pleito. ¿Por qué pasa esas cosas, hermanos? Cuando dice aquí David que es, es bueno, es como dice, pero en, cua, en cuanto a mí, el acercar a Dios es bien. ¿Amén? ¿Creemos eso, hermanos? Es importante creer eso, hermanos, y saber que es bien, como, como dice David aquí. We got to understand examples, you know. Sometimes we brush off things and saying, well, he don't get it. That's a king right there. That's a king that battled in wars. You know, not, not just because you had a rough day, not because you've had a rough week, not because you've had a rough year. This person saw death in battle, saw people die around him, had the pressures of enemies wanting to kill him. And he says, man, that's way better for me to get closer to God than be separated from him with all this against me. But what happens, brothers and sisters? Why does the distance start? ¿Por qué comienza el distancia del Señor? ¿Sabemos, hermanos? ¿Pensamos en eso? ¿Estamos pensando lo que es en nuestras vidas? ¿Que sepa, los separa a nosotros de venir al servicio un, un tiempo? Y, ¡Ah, cómo me gocé! ¡Ah, cómo qué lindo era! ¡Ah, sentí un cambio! Y 
lo olvidamos. ¿Qué está pasando, hermanos? ¿Qué pasa con esas cosas? You know, we go through this, you know, that's why um, we can't just be uh, emotionally driven. Oh, I feel so good. Oh, I feel so Well, okay, great. Well, know where you're at. Know what you did. Know how you prepared yourself that day. Know what you were doing. Were you meditating on God? Were you prepared for God? Were you just a, uh, a sponge for everything negative? And you're a part of the negativity. The saddest thing for me, brothers and sisters, and again, this isn't thought out, but the saddest thing for me is when I see people that don't have friends. Uh-oh. Where are you going, Brother Gabe? What's going on here, Brother Gabe? Why are, you, why are you talking about this right now? That's the saddest thing for me. And then they use excuses like, oh, it's because my family's my friend. Uh-oh. Did I do it too? It's because they say, my family's my friend. No, it's because you talk a lot. Because you burn bridges. It's because you can't be trusted. <gasps> Brother Gabe, we're in church. Because you're emotional. Because we don't draw to God. When we're drawing to God... We're, we're, we're service members. We're people that, that give and not always looking. And again, you know, the word of God testifies that if you're, if you're a gossiper, you're going to be alone. If you're a murmurer, you're going to be alone. Especially if we're over here preaching and we're trying to unify and you're dividing. Hermanos, es importante, no es que uh, me molesta a mí, me entristeza. No es que cuando oigo algo, un crítica o algo que me molesta, ay, ¿por qué pensaron eso? Como dije una vez, hermanos, no me importa la opinión de personas que no trabajan para la obra. ¿Lo digo en chino? ¿En chino? Okay, I was saying one time, brothers and sisters, I don't care about opinions for people that don't lift up and do stuff. I care about opinions when I see people and they say something because I know their intent in serving and they're doing stuff. And what can I do? How can I serve? Man, that, yeah, let me hear you. What you got? I want some of that. But when I hear that, it's like, ah, it doesn't even affect me. But the opinions that affect me, are the ones where I know the commitments there because I love that. I want to be around that. It excites me. I'd rather be around a positive person. No? Si, si, si estás teniendo problemas en esas cosas, nomás comienza a decir, ah, necesitamos orar. Antes que vas a decir algo, necesitamos orar. Y déjalo ahí. ¿Y ora? Pero hay muchos que están hablando y están solos, solas. Ah, lo dije solo esa vez, ¿eh? Pero las hermanas están todas aquí. ¿Por qué estás diciendo? No, solo está hablando las hermanas. No, 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 no. We need to change some things, amen. To get closer to God. We want to get closer to God. We want to see the impact around us, but more than anything, we want people to see Christ in us. 
Are people seeing Christ in us? The other thing too, ah, since I'm on this, <laughs> oh man, is this going to even be a preaching anymore? This is going to, just bring a chair over here. Let me talk about my pet peeves. The other thing is, brothers and sisters, is like how, of a, how many of us are extending ourselves to new members and people that are coming? We, st- we sit in our, again, we, we sit in our, th- no, it's because I have my family. I sit with my family. You got to get out. Some people that aren't even here anymore. Do you even know? It'd be sad if some of us come through this door right here. I'm not pointing at anybody, but we never saw what was behind us. There was new people. So where's the impact? Where is it that God's, we're drawing closer to God? Because we get excited when we see new people. We, there's people that are excited for the things of the Lord. I get excited. I get emotional. Some of us, again, we're just, again, are, are we Egypt? Are we the Israelites in Egypt, just so beaten that we're going to die in the desert? I ain't going to die in the desert. I can guarantee you one thing. I'm not going to die in the desert. I don't want to be bitter. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to feel, I want to just praise God for the little because he knows that I'll praise him in the much. But we got to get there. We, something's got to switch, brothers and sisters. Algo necesita cambiar en nosotros, hermanos. Si no, ¿qué estamos haciendo? Estamos guardando un espíritu que no está honrando al Señor. We're holding on to a spirit that doesn't honor God, that doesn't even get close to God. Why? Because we're not caring. We're not serving. We've got to think about that, amen? I want to get better than that, brothers and sisters. I want to get better than that. I'm saying I'm putting myself out there. I want to get, I'm hoping that there's other people saying I want to get better with you, Gabe. And if there's not, then guess what? Unfortunately, it's, it's, it's sad because here we go on another year. Here goes another year in the desert. I'm exiting to this year, brothers and sisters. Bye. See y'all later. Maybe you'll just see the backside of me because you ain't going to see the front side of me anymore because I want to exit that road in the desert. And I know y'all want to do it too in the name of Jesus. Amen? 2 Peter 1.19 says, Segunda de Pedro 1.19 dice, hermanos, tenemos también la palabra profética más segura a la cual hacéis bien en estar atentos como a una torcha que alumbra el, el lugar oscuro hasta que el día esclarezca e, y el lucero de la mañana salga en, en vuestros corazones. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Listen to that. Que tenemos una palabra profética, hermanos. ¿Qué es eso? Nosotros sabemos, no estamos buscando relevaciones y todo eso. Tenemos el profecía de Cristo cumplido, hermanos. Que no hay muchos. Su, su gente no sabía estas cosas, hermanos. Su pueblo no sabía estas cosas, hermanos. El que él vino, le resecharon, hermanos. Pero para nosotros conocemos quién es. But a veces no lo guardamos así. Sometimes we don't hold on to this prophecy. As it says here, we also have a more sure word of prophecy. This prophecy of Christ, this prophecy. 
And this was a, 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 a Jewish man talking here, Peter, this disciple. It's weird, brother and sister, even though, even though he might have strayed off and things, he still was raised in the church. It's different there. He knew what the prophets said growing up as they would study. And he participated in the revelation of the prophecy. And look what he says, this prophecy that brings light into the darkness. Let's keep on reading. Seguimos leyendo, hermanos. Versículo 20. Entendiendo primero esto, que ninguna profecía de la Escritura es de interpretación privada. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation. Listen to this, brothers and sisters. This is not going to be hidden to anybody. But nor is it going to be changed by anybody either. We try to, you know, fix it. We try to adjust it. It's not going to happen that way. Because the word will always prevail. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation. This is what Christ did in making it public for us first. Verse 21. Porque nunca la profecía fue traída por voluntad humana, sino que los santos hombres de Dios hablaron siendo inspirados por el Espíritu Santo. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by what? The Holy Ghost? Old men? Isaiah was moved by the Holy Ghost? Praise the Lord. I thought the Holy Ghost was only, only showed up to Mary first. Brothers and sisters, we got to understand that this prophecy of Christ coming, what he could do, us to realize it, for you to feel the impact, for you to accept salvation in your lives, for you to be uh, enlightened in this. It's a big thing. It's not something to be taken granted from. It kind of leads us into, you know, the the topics that I want to talk about because it being such a big thing, we can't make it such a small thing in our lives. It has to be our everything. Is it our everything? Este profecía, hermano, esa revelación para nosotros es nuestra todo o nomás es ah es algo que yo hago. Es, estamos uh, de nomás parte me, media, hermanos, en, en gozándonos o creyendo eso o estamos queriendo meternos todo. Are we just dipping our toes in this a little bit and trying to see how we feel if we like it or not? Are we really ready to dive in deep? What are you willing to do? What are you wanting to do? Are you wanting to dive in deep? Or are you just diving in halfway? Or just dipping a toe in there and saying, ah, it's too much. If we turn to Colossians 2.8, si voltamos hermanos para Colosencias 2.8, dice, mirar que nadie os engaña por medio de filosofías y huecas sutilezas según las tradiciones de los hombres, conforme a los rudimentos del mundo, y no según Cristo. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, 
after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. Necesitamos tener cuidado, hermanos. Porque también hay religión que viene. No nomás es el, el que creemos que hay peca, pecador, pecador. Mira el pecador allá, mira el pecador, pecador. Podemos leer en la Biblia, hermanos, que a veces el pecador va a tener un más chance de un religioso, un fariseo. Ábranos nuestros corazones, Señor, para ver tu uh, grandeza. Que yo creía que no podías cambiar, has cambiado. Oh, man, God is just can't wait to, to embarrass us sometimes. Oh, there's no way, God. Where God, seriously, God? Really? I mean, look at this guy. He's full of tattoos all over his face. I'm going to use him, though, for you. My glory. I'm going to use him. And so we got to ask God, say, God, you know what it is, and open our hearts to it. Be compassionate with his love. And let his cross reveal. Because I tell you one thing, people can't see the cross without seeing the sacrifice, without understanding the purpose of what he came to destroy. And if I'm over here looking at a cross and I'm seeing that a lot of the things that were represented on that cross was sin-driven, the thorns, all these different things that I'm having to visualize in this cross that he's on, it destroys anything that's in me. It eliminates any anything that wants to separate me from him. And I thank God for that. And that's why he says, carry your cross. You see, I carried my cross and I left it there on the cross. But you carrying your cross will remind you of what we must do and how daily we must think about denying ourselves. Forgive them, Father. Forgive them, Father. Forgive them. Muchas veces, hermanos, no estamos viendo la cruz como uh, un ejemplo, como dice Cristo, que llevan nuestros cruces cada día, que debemos llevar, llevarlo. Y muchas veces, hermanos, estamos, como, como han dicho a veces, <laughs> se le lleva mucho mi papá porque ahora ponen, ¿cómo se dice? Wheels. Redas, redas, wheels, redas, y como llantas hay cuando lo cargan, a veces de, de ejemplo, están creyendo que están cargando de cruz de Cristo, como, como cargó Cristo. En los, ¿cómo uh, se uh, uh, I was about to say Philippians. The, <laughs> what is it? Uh, the, the place, the country. The Philippines, Philippines, there you go, Peens, <laughs> Philippians. Two Corinthians walked in um, at, the, at the Philippines. They crucified two people. Well, they actually crucified three people, I think, every year during this time. Crazy. They put the nails in them, put the nails in them, do everything, and they hang there. Of course, they don't do the whole thing and kill them, but they, you know, they're, that's there. Because that's the way they see it, that they're honoring God. When God tells us something else, God says, look, carry your cross, know how to deny yourself, know how to keep silent, know how to, you know, keep hush at times, change. Isn't it beautiful when you feel that? Isn't it beautiful when you said, I could have said something, but I didn't. 
Because then you start to feel this power because you're able to have self-control. But how do we feel after we do it? It's like, <laughs> you really feel like, <laughs> I did something. What did you do? You did the same thing you do all the time. How powerful, instead of breaking something, building something. Help us, God, to do that. Amen? Help us, God, to learn those things. If we turn to John 21, actually the verses that I'd like to read uh, for tonight. And as we begin, uh, as we get ready for this, I'd like to <laughs> mention a couple things, brothers and sisters, that the Gospels, right, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they end after the resurrection and talking about some uh, of the things that happened after Christ resurrected. Uh, where John ends the last chapter in John, in, verse, in this chapter 21, he starts to talk about this passage, and I don't believe it's in, the, in any of the Gospels except for, except for in John here, <clears throat> as I was looking through it earlier. But we're going to start reading here in John 21.1. Hermanos, <clears throat> en los uh, evangelios, right? Dice? Uh, Mateo, Marcos y Lucas. Uh, habla de después de que resucitó el Señor y habla de unos ejemplos y los ejemplos son diferentes el ejemplo que él, él uh, que los discípulos lo vieron en uh, diferentes momentos uno era que, lo, uh, que cuando fueron a la tumba otro era cuando entró al el cuarto que estaban trancados ellos esperando y esta vez que va a hablar Juan en los otros uh, libros no habla de esta vez uh, you know, brothers and sisters, it talks about the time that they saw him after, after the tomb was empty. And then it talks about the time that they were locked up in a room. And he shows up, right? He goes through the door. Uh, and then it, it only talks about this time in John. And this is, this is the time I want, I'd like for us to, uh, to talk about. And it's John 21.1. Amen? Si comenzamos a leer aquí, hermanos, dice, Lo voy a leer en inglés porque son diecisiete versículos. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And on the wise showed he himself. Uh, 21 2, verse 2. There were together Simon Peter and Thomas, called Didymus, and Nathaniel of Cana, of Cana, and in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. Verse 3. Simon Peter said unto them, I go fishing. I go fishing. I think it's a little country there. You know, it's Peter, a little country. I go fishing. They say to him, well, we also go with thee. And I brought this message a long time ago, brothers and sisters, when I, when I started talking about um, sometimes we, we forget certain things because if you see the the Verses before in the, in the Matthew that I talked about, or even here in John, where it talks about what they were doing before. And, and I see them, and they're, you know, there's, there's been messages that have been brought where people have talked about the saying, oh, they're going back to their old ways, right? It could be. It could be that. It's like, okay, what's going on here? You know, they're going back, going back to where God found them from. You know, I, I, you know Peter starts out with it, I go fishing. And the other ones say, I joined thee. And so it says, they went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. Now, this is the thing where I start to have this little battle here, because 
This is usually what happens as we're touched by God, as God reveals himself. Now remember this. Now remember this, brothers and sisters. It's seen Jesus already. Jesus is resurrected and they've seen him. He comes in and talks to him. Remember doubting Thomas all this moments? Remember, you've, you've heard these before. They've seen him. And yet they go back and do this, but they fish all night. And what happens? They don't catch anything. Una cosa, hermanos, que queriendo entender más y, y, y saber más es porque ya, ya vieron que el Señor resucitó. Ya sabían eso. Pero Pedro... Estaba pensando, pues, ¿vamos a ir a pescar? Voy a ir a pescar. Él dice, yo voy a ir a pescar. Y ellos dijeron, pues, yo voy contigo. ¿Tienes, tienes lugar en tu troca? So, que, que van y, y pescan toda la noche y no ganan nada. Sounds like the story of my life. Ah, no, you laughed at that one a little too hard there, brother. Uh, <laughs> so, in the night, and they caught nothing. Verse 4. Versículo 4 dice, hermanos. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Now, they had seen him already. Right? They had gone through a night. They're probably tired. It's dust time coming up. The sun's starting to come up. It's still not clear. And he stands by the shore. And he yells to them. And he says to them, verse 5, Pero no reconocieron que era Jesús, pero él dijo algo. Then Jesus said unto them, Children, have ye any meat? And they say, Hey, it's Jesus. There he is, the guy, man of the hour. You know, he resurrected her over here. Yeah, I know him. They respond back, no, because you know what? It was probably common. Think about it. If you're a fisherman and you had people on the side and you come back and you were blessed with catching stuff, you'd probably get some, some, yeah, here, here's a couple, brother, go ahead and take some. You think about that lifestyle and what it was. And they yell back, no. So they still don't know even his voice. They can't recognize him. They don't know his voice. Now, everybody can say, well, you know, brother Gabe, I mean, you've, you know, you've said, you can hear the waves, there's a lot of noise. You know, come on, give them, a, give them a break here, right? Okay, 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 that's fair, that's fair. You know, they, they, they had just seen him. Just read the chapter before, and especially here in John. And it talks about how they've seen him. But now, so he says, hey, you got anything? They go, no. So listen. They can hear him, right, because he yelled, right? They couldn't see, hear his voice to know that it was Jesus. So verse 6 says, and he said unto them, cast the net on the right side. Story of my life every single time. Joe comes over there and says, I've been catching him on this. And what do I do? I switch it up. He just doesn't tell me the style of the way he's doing it. And he's, you know, jigging it and doing all this stuff. But he, Jesus yells, throw it on the right side. And now we start to see some change here. Because of the ship, and you shall find they were fishing all night, right? You know what happens when you fish all night? You're catching flies. 
Cuando estás pescando toda la noche, ahí tienes unos, estás, estás <ríe> trayendo los pescados así, nomás. Estaban eso, estaban cansados, estaban todo. Y dice a alguien que no conocen. Tíralo. ¿Dónde? ¿Izquierda? ¿O derecha? Tíralo en derecha del barco. Mira que. They cast therefore. So they just did it. It's the power of Jesus now. It doesn't say they recognized it was Jesus and they were obedient. They did it. This is the power of Christ. So they did it and look what happens. They caught so many, so they cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Beautiful, right? Beautiful. The obedience and the mercy of God. It would have been easy for God to be showing up at the shore like this as they're bringing their boat in, right? How many of us expect God to see God like that? How many of us are, are that type of God to, to people? Todos nosotros vamos, expectamos que el Señor, ah, es porque el Señor es justo. ¿Y, y cómo lo va, lo va a bendecir a ellos ser, siendo ignorantes o siendo rebeldes? Y están expectando el Señor así. Viéndolos cuando están entrando con el barco diciendo, otra vez. No les dice. Tíralo. Y lo tiran y no pueden. Era tanto pescado que no lo podían sacar. There was so much fish that they couldn't handle it. And so, verse 7, as he goes, uh, siete. Therefore the disciples whom Jesus loved said unto Peter, It's the Lord! A mí me dio, hermanos, ¿por qué? You can only imagine, right? <laughs> Who is that guy that told us to do that? Then one of them yells, It's the Lord, Peter! Now when Simon Peter heard that, it was the Lord, he girded his fisher's coat unto him, for he was naked, and he cast himself into the sea. So he grabbed himself, So, because everybody's jumped in sometimes and things jump off. When you jump in? No? Nobody knows that's okay. So he grabs himself and he jumps in, right, to make sure that that's not going to happen. He just jumps in. Praise the Lord. Amen. Verse 8. And the other disciples came in a little ship, for they were not far from land. But as it was 200 cubits dragging the net with fishes. So they started making their way in, and they're dragging all these fishes. Están entrando, hermanos, y están trayendo los pescados. Porque no estaban muy lejos de, de ¿cómo se dice? El shore. ¿La playa? La arena de la playa. No sé. Versículo 9, 9, verse 9. As soon then as they were come to land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid thereon. So, This man yells, hey, you guys catch anything? Got any meat? And the one that yelled, 
already had everything he needed. You see, brothers and sisters, to me, I love, I love, you know, God's always showing something and, and trying to show us something. You know, we talked about the prodigal son and how the, one of the sons asked for his inheritance, right? And, and just, it's common sense. The other son had to get his inheritance too because they were his sons. But even with all that, the father still had enough. The father was still wealthy enough. And the father represents our, our father, amen? That we're never going to, he's never not going to have enough for us. Muchas veces estamos pensando, hermanos, ah, es que no, to, es, es que no tiene ahorita el Señor, necesito venir para atrás cuando tiene. Siempre va a tener el Señor para nosotros. Siempre está para nosotros lo que necesitamos. Pero vienen momentos, hermanos, donde no lo estamos viendo ni reconociendo su voz. Porque no estoy diciendo que no podían oír. Porque oyeron donde dijo que donde tirar la, la red, ¿no? So I'm not saying that they couldn't hear him because they heard well enough to throw it where he said to throw it, right? So they come in and they see uh, coals there and fish laid there on and even bread. He had it, you know, he just didn't have any sweet tea. It would have been sweet tea. It's perfect. It's perfect. Papa dose. No tenía, no más no tenía té de dulce. No tenía té todo ahí, el pescado y todo. Pero ¿por qué estaba gritando? Tienen algo en ese barco. Why was he yelling? Do you got any meat? No! You're right. You don't. Because you can't recognize me from there. You can't recognize me from that distance. No me puedes reconocer. De esa distancia que, que soy. Pero gracias a Dios. Que eran obedientes para tirar a la red. Que el momento. Y hermanos yo digo esto. Hay veces que no estamos entendiendo la voz. O sabiendo la voz de Dios. Pero necesitamos con nuestra fe. Ser obediente. Y el momento que lo hacemos. Vamos a ver quién es. So again, I, you know, and I've read this before, and 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 it's good. And like I said, it's it, it's fitting because again, we're we're you know days after uh, the Passover and after the resurrection, and this is in a time frame that it doesn't say specifically how many nights it was afterwards or any of this stuff. But we can see here, and we go to verse ten. Seguimos leyendo aquí, hermanos. Y dice, Jesús le dijo, traed de los peces que acabáis. De pescar. Jesus said unto them, bring of the fish which ye have now caught. Why is he asking for fish if he's got fish on the barbe? ¿Por qué está preguntando para los pescados, hermanos? Si tiene ya los pescados. Hacéndose, ¿no? Pescado de, de taco. ¿Cómo estamos, lo estamos comiendo ahorita? ¿Tienen hambre? No tienen hambre. Qué bueno. Yo tengo hambre. He los dice, trae los pescados. He tells them, bring the fish that you just caught. Verse 11. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to the land full of great fishes. 
Now, here's what's interesting. Why give a count? 153. And for all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. Una cosa, hermano, no sé por qué, por qué dan siempre los números, hermanos, en, en la Biblia, siempre tienen algo para enseñarlos. Los números, los, los, son diferentes números, el 8, el 7, el 1, el 3. Numbers have a reference, especially in Hebrew. And, I, you know, again, I had never, I had never seen this. I, I still am amazed, and as I mentioned, as, as soon as you're obedient, you see things, but why, why did they catch 153? Because what, what 153 re represents in Hebrew, it actually spells out, I am God. And it, it actually has a lot of references to the Lord Almighty, which is powerful. But why, why tell a number, right? It's like there was a lot of fishes, <laughs> And the Bible's like that sometimes too, right? It won't tell you specifically. There was a lot of this. But it's specific on this, and I thought it was pretty amazing that when you look at it, and they actually have it broken down if you look at it in Hebrew, what the 153 represents. And for him specifically, they're bringing that in. He has them. They had to count them, right, because they were fishermen. This is what they did anyways. And they had a count of 153. And for all, there was no so many that the net was not broken. Verse 12. Jesus said unto them, come and dine. And none of the disciples durst ask him, who art thou, knowing that it was the Lord? Well, of course, right now they're close to him. Now they're, the proximity is different. Now, now, now the talking is different. Now it's also revealed to them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Why do we fish all night? When he had commanded us that the Holy Spirit was going to fall on us and guide us and comfort us, why do we go back to something that could have been natural to us? But God was still merciful. Why? Because that's who God is. God loves you so much that he's willing to work with you and work through things. El Señor los ama tanto, hermanos, y es misericordioso, Él sabiendo. Ellos estaban pescando toda la noche y no ganaron nada. Y yo he oído personas que dicen que, ah, otra vez para el vida antigua. No era eso. Podían estar ahí también esperando al Señor, pero estaban en un lugar que el Señor no los quería tener. Ya lo quería hablar con ellos. Ya lo iba a mandar a ellos. ¿Qué, qué van a hacer? You see, brothers and sisters, sometimes we get stuck back at the place where we started at. Some of us are stuck at the same place we started at. And we're fishing all night, not catching anything. But that moment that we hear his voice clearly and it says, throw it on this side, do it different. You see, you see, I mentioned something Sunday. Some of us might have not have taken it and said like, oh, I've done that already. But some of us that took it heard where to throw the net. And now we're going to bring in what we've been wanting to catch. Some of us didn't, like, eh, okay, I can't hear, I can't hear you. I can't hear you over there. We're coming in. We're done. But for some of us that are going to be obedient to this, I say, hey, I have been doing this wrong. I've been trying to force it. I've been trying to do it. 
Yo hasta haciendo lo malo en esto. Yo, yo quiero hacerlo. How do you say force it? Enforzarlo. Y no que Dios lo hace con su misericordia, con su amor en la cruz. ¿Qué vamos a componer nosotros, hermanos? Nosotros somos vasos para Él. Es Él de que merece toda la gloria. Siempre me gustaba cuando dijo mi padre, no es mi uh, testimonio que es importante, es el testimonio de Él. Lo que hizo Él, eso tiene un impacto. Pero a veces lo estamos haciendo va y dice, oye, es triste, hermano, años, no estamos, es, es locura, dice, haciendo algo el mismo por años y creyendo que va a ser diferente esta vez. Sincerity. Doing the same thing over and over again, thinking you're going to get different results. I want to, do you know the story about the cross? Oh, yeah, I know, I've, I've been to church, mom and dad. No, no, let me tell you the story. That changed me. This is the story of the cross. He died for my sins. The impact that has kept us here to now. Amen. Verse 13. Jesus then cometh and taketh bread and giveth them and fish likewise. 14. Serves them. This is now the third time that Jesus showed uh, himself to the disciples. After that, he was risen from the dead. After he was risen from the dead, verse 15. So when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He said unto him, yea, Lord. Uh-oh, we've heard Peter. <laughs> another Peter one right here. Look what he says to him. He says, you love me, yes, Lord, yes. Thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto them, feed my lambs. Right? Okay, verse 1. And then verse, six, verse 16. He saith to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He said unto him again. Oh, man. I wonder if he, at the, at the, at the entire time he's saying, uh, is this deja vu? I feel like he's we've had this conversation in some form or fashion before, Jesus. He goes, yeah, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, feed my sheep. Okay. So two different representations, right? Lambs and sheep. What's the difference between both of them? Simple. Don't overly look into it. Babies, adults, right? Can we say that? No, everybody's like looking for some kind of revelation or something. Well, you know, if you look at it this way. No, babies and adults. He's telling Peter, look, my people, they're going to come in different ages. Feed them. Feed them with what I'm going to inspire you with, what I'm going to tell you this. This is beautiful. We've seen this. And then verse 17, now he's going to ask him. He said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, love us how me. Peter was grieved. Why? Why was he grieved? Because he's starting to think like, man, did he see? You're seeing something again, aren't you, Jesus? Just tell me what you see. I'm here to cock a doodle do again. Just tell me, Jesus. And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. And he answers, right? And Jesus says, so I'm feeding my sheep. 
So, brothers and sisters, we see here, and this is the last time, and then the Lord leaves. And the Holy Spirit comes. Day of Pentecost. But, brothers and sisters, what do, we, what do they find themselves in this tug of war? After seeing him resurrect, after seeing that, you know, the first, the first one would have been, you know, a little bit impactful, right? But what? The tomb's empty? Oh, man, somebody stole it. Nope, there he is. Second one is like, mm, door's locked. Most of the door, he shows up in the middle of them. I mean, it's not like it's happening privately to certain people. It's happening to all of them. They experienced it. It even says after this, these verses, that more things happen that couldn't be written. But yet, they were hungry for something still that they had to get at this moment. God wasn't done until he said this. Peter, it's time. And Peter comes into Acts. And he says, repent and be baptized for the remissions of your sins. And brothers and sisters, so as I was reading this, and I, again, you know, again, I've read this before, and, and I liked it, you know, when I said, okay, weird, I'm seeing 153 now for the first time, I'm really looking at this. And, there, and, and there's, you could really get lost in that because there's so many examples of it uh, in the Hebrew um, context. But um, I want us to keep on reading here, and Luke 9.23 says, uh, Lucas 9.23 dice, hermanos, porque me perdí poquito en, en los números porque el número uh, 153 representa en, en hebreos, uh, yo soy Dios. Y es, eso, eso eran los, los pescados que, que sacaron, que agarraron. Yo soy Dios. Qué cosa, ¿no? Uh, oí uh, cuando lo estaba buscando vi una, una, un rabbi, uh, I don't say, how do you say rabbi in Spanish? I'm going to end up saying rabies and I don't want to. Rabid, un rabid, y que, que reconoce Cristo. Y qué lindo es cuando oyes a alguien que entiende el, el, el griego, puede leer el hebreo, pero él dijo, y El, el 153 significa mucho en nuestro lenguaje. Y estaba dando todos los versículos en, en el uh, antiguo testimonio. Tes, estaba bien gozoso. Y no era, you know, eh, eh, sabiendo que ese número está en diferentes lugares en la Biblia. So me gustó eso y dije, ah, qué, qué, qué lindo cosa, ¿no? Y que era, era para un momento para abrir. Pero... Leemos aquí en Lucas 9.23. We read here in, in Luke 9.23 and it says, Y decía a todos, si alguno quiere venir en pos de mí, niégase a, a sí mismo, tome su cruz cada día y sígame. Amen. The verse that we were talking about before. And he said unto them, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And then the Lord's on the shore as they're coming in, right? And he says, Yeah, you guys caught some fish, huh? Looks good. It was a good day of fishing, huh? And he has the fish cooking. He has bread. No sweet tea. Everybody's going to... I'm taking that one back, okay? Because you guys are going to go to work tomorrow and tell somebody they had sweet tea back in the day. Okay? And it's nothing like Chicken Express. But... He feeds them and he serves them. 
if anybody's going to come after me. Serve like I did. Be merciful like I was. Oh, man, to be merciful like you, God. To be patient like you, Jesus. Some of us are so frustrated. We're like, when's it going to happen? I've been praying, God. I've been praying, God. When's this going to happen? When's it going to happen? When's the miracle going to happen? It's going to happen when it's right to happen. I trust in you, God. I believe in you, God. I know you'll do it. Amen. I know you can do it, God. I know you can do it. If we turn to Luke 18, 7, si voltamos para Lucas uh, 18, 7, dice, ¿Y acaso Dios no hará justicia a sus escogidos que claman a él día y noche? Se, sea tarde en responderles. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? Verse 8. Os digo que pronto les haré, hará justicia, pero cuando venga el Hijo del Hombre, ¿hallará fe en la tierra? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. Listen, listen to those words. Is the Lord going to be a defender of us? Is the Lord going to, you know, be in front of us, protecting us, doing these things? Is he, is he going to be taking care of us? And then he answers it, sure, he's going to do it. He is going to do it. But when he comes back, is he going to find you where he needed you at? Le pregunta, ¿vas, vas, ¿va a defender el Señor? ¿Su pueblo va a estar aquí para su pueblo? ¿Va a estar? Pregunta, pregunta, y dice, Responde, sí, vas a estar ahí para su, para su pueblo. Pero ¿dónde vamos a estar nosotros? Y va a dar fe en nosotros. That's the better question. It's not if God's going to do it. Am I still going to be faithful? Because some of us, again, sometimes we could just be holding on by a string. I'm about to leave. I'm about to get out. And of course, we're not responding with love and reaching out and getting excited and doing things if we're barely just trying to hold on ourselves. But that moment that we do begin to do these things, we can see a change. Amen? Verse 9. A unos que confiaban en sí mismos como justos y menospreciaban a los otros, dijo también esta parábola. And he spoke this parable unto, uh, unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Listen to that. Y él dijo esto, hermanos, estas palabras, porque hay, hay personas que estaban bien confiados en su justicia, que, creyendo que eran ellos. Pero el Señor sabía que ellos no... No es suficiente si no es de Él. No vamos a estar um, uh, fundados en Él si no es de Él. Amén. If we turn to James 4.8. Si voltamos hermanos para Santiago 4.8 dice. Acercaos a Dios y Él se acerca a vosotros. Pecadores, limpiar las manos y vosotros de los... 
los de doble ánimo purificar vuestros corazones. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh unto you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Hermanos, esa es la cosa importante, que necesitamos acercarnos a él. No nomás de labios, no nomás que, que creemos que estamos bien, pero con sacrificio. ¿Qué te está deteniendo del Señor? ¿Qué es? What's holding you back, drawing you away from God? What is it? We covered a lot of things tonight. Is it you thinking you're okay? Or is it depression that's got you over and you don't think you're okay? You haven't accepted God in your life because when you accept God in your life, then you know you're okay with him. You're more than okay. And yes, though you feel things and things come up, you, we lean on the Lord. Because he's good and he's faithful. But if you think you're going to, oh, I, I thought this was going to be like the magic pill that I just taken. I feel better. That's not what this is. It's going to take work for you to get closer to him because right now you might not be close to him. What do you mean, Brother Gabe? I've been coming. I've been doing this. It doesn't matter if you come over here daily or what matters is obedience. Because where are you casting your net? Because you could be fishing all day and not bringing in anything. Jeremiah uh, 23, 23. Jeremiah 23, 23 dice, Soy yo Dios de cerca solamente, dice Jehová, y no Dios desde muy lejos. Listen to that. Am I a God at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God afar off? Verse 24. Se oculto alguno, dice Jehová, en escondrijos, que no, que yo no le lo vea. No lleno yo, dice Jehová, el cielo y la tierra. Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him, saith the Lord. Do not I feel heaven and earth, saith the Lord. Nosotros tenemos un Dios, hermanos, que conoce todo. Y a veces lo sentimos en eso porque lo sentimos que venimos aquí y no tenemos, uh, no es que estamos tan cansados de trabajo, es que estamos cansados de los ídoles que tenemos en nuestras vidas. ¿Qué son esos? Porque eso es lo que quieres que departa de ti. ¿Qué es, hermanos? Porque cuando llegamos aquí ya estamos cansados. Ah, es que me duele mi cabeza y todo eso. Pero ¿cómo estamos en el, en el día? ¿Estamos buscando al Señor, queriendo acercarnos al Señor? ¿O estamos lejos de Él? Yo quiero acercarme a Él esta noche. Amén. I want to get close to Him. Tonight, brothers and sisters, I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. We're going to read this verse right here. If we want to stand up, brothers and sisters, si lo podemos parar en ese último versículo, hermanos. God bless everyone tonight, amen. Dios bendiga a todos, hermanos. Si pueden orar para mí, nomás me voy a ir aquí como las dos y media de la noche. Me voy de aquí al aeropuerto.
Oren por mí para que puedo agarrar un, unos como dos horas de, de dormir. Amén. Pero regresamos el sábado, mi, mi hermano, si Dios quiere. Aquí va a estar el hermano James el viernes, hermanos, uh, en, la, en el culto de oración. Uh, Apóyele. Y uh, and bless him, amen. Uh, and just have a blessed service, brothers and sisters, in prayer. Be praying for us. We'll fill it, amen. But let's read this verse right here. Ecclesiastes 7.12 says, Porque escuro es la esencia, y escuro es el dinero. Mas la sabiduría exide en que da vida a sus poseedores. For wisdom is a defense, and money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. Now, brothers and sisters, we'll stand up sometimes and we'll say, I ask God for wisdom. A veces nos levantamos, hermanos, en culto de oración, o nomás queriendo decir, le he pedido al Señor sabiduría. Y es bueno eso, hermanos. Pero necesitamos a pedir al Señor que podemos, con esa sabiduría, vivir el propósito que Él tiene para nosotros. No que nomás queremos sabiduría para decir que somos sabios. Queremos sabiduría para qué? Para hacer su voluntad. Muchas veces, hermanos, estamos pidiendo la sabiduría. Con un propósito, ah, quiero ser más sabio porque no gasto tanto dinero, que, que puedo hacer esto, que mi compañía no me, me manija y yo manejo mi compañía. Todas esas cosas vienen, hermanos. Dios te va a bendecir en cosas. Pero más importante que todas las cosas, hermanos, es que la sabiduría viene para vivir una vida agradable al Señor. You know, we want, we want wisdom. I want wisdom. I want, I like to be wise. Hey, you know, there's some Google people here that are, it's not true. That's not what I heard. I read this. I see this. It gets annoying sometimes when we're at dinner and Nina has to say, you're wrong, Gabe. Right here, Google has it. Oh, you know what? Everybody leave their phones down in the car so I can talk comfortably in the <laughs> But. God will give you wisdom that's eternal. God will give you revelation, prophecy here, here in the church. You, you can have it. When you don't feel like you can have it, God can give it to you. This is, a, this is the promise from the Lord. This is que promete el Señor para nosotros. La sabiduría, el motivo, hermanos, acercarnos más al Señor. ¿Para qué, hermanos? Para los que lo sigan a nosotros, están endo. En la dirección que necesitan. Amén. Let's pray. Why don't we all pass on up? ¿Por qué no pasamos, hermanos, para el frente? Yo pedí que oramos esta noche, hermanos, y pensamos en esos servicios que hemos tenido. Amén. El Señor lo estaba hablando a nosotros con el ejemplo de su sacrificio. Pero más que todo, hermanos, con la obediencia de su voz. Let's pray, brother and sister. God was talking to us about the love and the sacrifice, but also the obedience in his voice. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We're so grateful for your love, your mercy, Lord. I ask, Father, right now, 
more than anything, Lord, that you open up and reveal uh, yourself to us, Lord. For some of us, Lord, that now even after this third, 30, 50th time that we've seen you, Jesus, we still can't recognize you or understand your voice, Father. But we're looking for this direction of obedience tonight, Lord. We want to get closer to you, Lord. We want to be blessed by you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the peace that you put in our lives, what you're doing in our kids, Lord. We ask that you heal anything, Lord, anything that they pick up from different places, Lord. We ask that you remove confusion in their lives, Father. That you just direct them, Lord, into your purpose for them, Father. That we don't interrupt your purpose for them with our desires, Lord. You might not have called them, Father, for what we thought. We want you to reveal yourself to them, Lord, and trust in you, Jesus. Because you've been faithful, you've been good, Jesus. You've been so good to us, Father. I ask that you bless, Father, this church, all the members, Lord, both that are here, those that are watching, Lord, and those that are uh, away, Father. We thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you for your grace, Lord, the strength you give us in everything, Jesus. Bless all my brothers and sisters, Lord, with the desire, Lord, to seek you more and to find you, Father, in places, Lord, sometimes that had been hidden to them, Father, because they couldn't hear your voice. But now that they can hear it, Lord, draw them close to you, Jesus. Draw them close to you, Father. We thank you, Jesus, for your love. We thank you, Father. We ask, Lord, that you just continue blessing us, Lord. Protect us, Lord. The remainder of this week, Lord, watch over us, Jesus. But let this seed of word, Lord, that has reached us, Lord, flourish, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you for your grace, Lord. We thank you for your mercy, Jesus. Sometimes we don't understand how merciful you are, Father, but that moment that we realize that we haven't been seeking you, Lord, and we've drawn away from you, Jesus. Draw us close, Father, because we want to be with you. And we want to be obedient to you, Jesus. We thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for everything you do. And we ask this in your precious name, in the name of Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. God is good, amen.